This is Scott Vanderplue, and you're listening to the Artist Edition Index Podcast, Episode 77. I went down to the St. James Infirmary, found my baby there, stretched out on a long white table, so sweet, so cold, so fast. <clears throat> Welcome back, where we take the written word from AIndex.org and bring it to all the life I can muster for this podcast. Relatively speaking, April was a quiet month, but there was something very exciting that occurred on April 11th, or 10th, depending on where you are, and that was the release of Kevin Nolan's Marvel Heroes Artist Edition. This is the new book. Unfortunately, my copy is still delayed in the mail, so I do not have a review for it this month. But that will be coming, fingers crossed, don't see any reason why not, in May. So let's jump into other things then. I don't really have a topic for this month. I do want to discuss the poll because that's an interesting change that we did. Uh, No shipping changes this month, really. Um, Yeah, nothing really to speak of. We had a solicitation and we had... Yeah, I had one review. I had... I should... No, I normally have two reviews a month, but because I was expecting the Kevin Nolan book, I sort of didn't have my second review lined up. And then I had my second review. uh, I had taken the pictures and I started to write. And then I realized the pictures were nowhere where I was writing the article. So did not get it done for April. So that's disappointing. But I will. I do have it. And it will be one of the reviews from May. So yeah, that quite didn't work out. Let's discuss the poll from last month. Because I think it's pretty interesting. And that was suggested by follower Billy Hines. And normally I don't mention people's last names, but because he follows and he's got an active Twitter account and he's always reposting my stuff, I figured, well, last name's known, it's in his Twitter profile. So, all right. The poll was, how many AE format books do you have? Uh, Billy suggested a series of polls, just asking, you know, just the, just the, info about collectors how many they have, what they like, what they don't like, that kind of thing. So, this month had a lot of, you know, so I tried to pick the numbers, right? So, I, I, I do like five categories on a poll. So, I had 1 to 5, 6 to 10, 11 to 20, I'm gradually increasing, 21 to 30, and 31 plus. I was thinking that fourth category should have been 21 to 40 or 50, and then 50 plus for the last category. Based on these numbers, I can see I probably should have done that because the the largest amount of voters here have more than 31, and that's at 45 votes. The next category, interestingly, is 11 to 20, 25 votes. 6 to 10 is 18 votes. 1 to 5, 17 votes. And then 21 to 30, 14 votes. So the numbers are really interesting in that they're all over the place and not exactly what I would have expected. Now, I realize people taking the poll would have to know about my site, and to know about the site means they're probably not a one or two AE format um, owner. I figured they'd be heavier in the higher numbers, just for being sort of a rabid fan's core base. But uh, I was happy with the larger numbers, and that's thanks to Facebook and social media and Twitter and things, the the poll being put out there. So thanks for everybody who retweets or who shares. I appreciate that. All right, next month we'll have something along those same lines, I think. What make, you know, 
And I'll keep going with Billy's suggestions. Yeah, good. that was a good poll. All right. One solicitation this month. And that was uh, from Dupuis. And they had one new book. Buck Danny contra Lady X. Dupuis Artiste Edition. For the first time, the original plates and color indications of the mythical Buck Danny contra Lady X are reproduced in facsimiles in the original format. Buck Danny contra Lady X was pre-published in Spiru from February to August 1956 and appeared as an album in 1958. This is the first meeting between the athletic aviator and Lady X, who will become his favorite adversary. This is solicited for June 2nd. It's... uh, 608 millimeters by 458 millimeters, which is 18 by 24 inches. So it's quite a large book. It's 104 pages. It's a hardcover. It's 250 euros. So the Dupuis Artist Editions have been 199 euros or 200 euros. And now this is bumped up to 250. I can see why the increase. I think I talked about last time in my review that the page count has been getting, the book has been getting a little bit smaller and the page count's been going down, but they've been keeping the price. Now they've really jumped up to size, but we're going to pay more. Uh, I pre-ordered on Amazon France, strictly for the fact that uh, the shipping was the cheapest. I've been ordering from other places uh, these books because I've been using... uh, Well, Amazon France doesn't take PayPal, so I have PayPal, and I've been ordering from other places. But this time I had some other... I had some credits, so I used Amazon France, and the shipping was... Yeah, I ordered two books from them. Uh, It's 20 euros which was significantly cheaper than just getting the one book I wanted shipped to me. So worked out well. I'm hoping that's going to come. Because these ship in a box, shrink-wrapped, in another box, shrink-wrapped, and then in another box, even with Amazon's horrible packaging, this should still show up in excellent condition. So I'm very hopeful for that. All right. Let's talk out-of-print sales. It's an interesting uh, sort of all-over-the-place this month. Uh, interestingly, no records were set this month. So that's, uh, I don't know. We, uh, as we gradually come down out of the crazy highs of 2021, 2022, are we not going to touch these records again? I mean, we saw quite a few last year. So I think as interest peaks for these books. All right, let's get into it. Uh, Alex Toth's Bravo for Adventure. First printing. I've got to make a note in the list here. Anyway, $80. One copy, Batman The Dark Knight Returns, $75. I don't understand how this has gone to the bargain basement. Because it's $175 US cover price. And then retailers can get it for about 50% off that. So this is even well below wholesale. So I don't That's interesting. Three copies of Bernie Wrights and Artifact Edition, second print for $157.99 average. One copy of Dave Stevens' Rock to Your Artist Edition, first print, $100.13. One copy of David Mazzucchelli's Daredevil Born Again Artist Edition for $274.99. One copy of Frank Miller's Daredevil Artifact Edition for $170.03. Two copies of Frank Miller's Sin City, The Hard Goodbye, averaging $146.24. That's an increase for that book in price. I feel like that has been floating very cheaply, about $100 for quite a while now. Three copies of Gil Kane's Amazing Spider-Man, averaging $123.33. One copy of Jack Davis's EC Stories for $152.50. That's a really great price, too, actually. 
One copy of Jack Kirby Commandy, The Last Boy on Earth, $139.99. One copy of Jack Kirby, The Forever People, $114.99. Two copies of Jack Kirby's Marvel Heroes and Monsters for averaging $223.49. Three copies of Jack Kirby's Fantastic Four, averaging $224.99. One copy of Jim Lee, DC Legends for $150. Two copies of Jim Starlin's Marvel Cosmic, averaging $105.19. One copy of Joe Kubert's Tarzan of the Apes, $105.99. One copy of John Byrne's Fantastic Four for two eighty nine ninety five. One copy of John Byrne's Marvel Classics for eighty eight eighty eight. Five copies of John Byrne's X Men Artifact Edition, averaging three seventy ten. One copy of John Romita's Amazing Spider Man Earth Edition Volume Two for one fifty nine. One copy of Lone Wolf and Cub Gallery Edition for one hundred four. Unfortunately, there's that's that drastic drop from a. Penguin Random House getting a new source or Diamond, uh, sorry, Dark Horse discovering extra copies. So that that Lone Wolf Cub, if you want that, please get it now while it's still cheap. It was cheap when it came out. It was gone. It was very expensive. More copies have surfaced. Buy it, please. It's an amazing book. All right, one copy, two copies of Man Artist Edition, <clears throat> averaging two thirty four fifty one. Two copies of Marvel Comic Marvel Covers Artist Edition First Print, averaging one fifty four ninety five. One copy of Mike Mignola's Amazing Screwrun Head and Other Curious Objects, one twenty nine ninety nine. One copy of P. Craig Russell's Strange Dreams for one twenty four ninety nine. One copy of Ross Andrews' Amazing Spider Man, one thirty four ninety nine. Two copies of Sam Keith's The Max, three eighteen average. That's continuing to hold that high place there. Sam Keith fans <coughs> clamoring for that book apparently. Years and years after it was published. One copy of Stranko Next for Agent of Shield, second print, $199.95. <clears throat> Two copies of Terry Moore Strangers in Paradise, $127.49. Finally, after being uh, <clears throat> on this chart for months and months, we finally have a sale. One copy of Usagi Jimbo Samurai and Other Story, Other Stories, $198. One copy of Walter Simonson Manhunter and Other Stories, $150.18. I don't understand that. That book has floated much lower than that for years. Walter Simonson's The Mighty Thor Artist Edition, second print, $119.95. Two copies of Will Eisner's The Spirit Artist Edition, averaging $167.25. And as I said earlier, no records for this month. So interesting numbers there we have. I'm seeing some things consistently stay high. And uh, otherwise, other bargains. You know, eBay is consistently, there's a bargain. If you wait a year or two or three, it's, uh, it's tough going. But... Seems to be how it goes. All right. Uh, now is the time when, <laughs> when I mention, you know, fundraising. Sorry. It's it's the, it's the podcast standard. Um, three ways to support the Artist Edition Index podcast, website, myself, and all things related to AE. And that is to use the affiliate links on the site. That's the best way to do it. You're already buying it. I get a percentage when you click through my link. That's awesome. I love that. Second way is to use the store. Now this, I have a page in the site. It's the store. I'm selling extra copies I've bought or copies I've found, you know, a field. And another great way to support me because generally they're a good price or they're very hard to get or they're very hard to get and a good price and you're able to buy them from me. And the third way is to be a Patreon patron. You can, a dollar, a euro, whatever currency you have, you can start at that and go up to as much as you'd like. All the money is used for me to buy more books and to do reviews and to keep the site going. 
host the site, host the podcast, yada, yada. All right. Thank you for listening to that. And I hope you do uh, click on affiliate link or use the store. I do like to be able to provide something to you so you can get a deal. All right. One review this month. And that is Laurent U. Edition Bibliophile. In 1943, in the pages of the Belgian weekly Bravo, a certain Edgard Felix Pierre Jacobs embarked on a saga entitled Le Rayon U. It was intended to succeed the adventures of Flash Gordon, banned by German censorship. The infamous Captain Dagen, a member of Australia's Secret Service, infiltrates a mission to the Black Isles led by Norlandia and aims to get their hands on uranium, a mineral with prodigious properties. Soon the expedition will experience extraordinary adventures. The visual universe and characters of the Radeon U announce the adventures of Blake and Mortimer, to which the author will give birth under the pseudonym of Edgar P. Jacobs in 1946 with The Secret of the Swordfish. Side note, I don't understand why that's an alias pseudonym if they just said his name was Edgar Felix Pierre Jacobs. All right. Ray Yu contains all of Blake and Mortimer. He is the Matrix, but this story of thwarted fate was somehow born twice, like Edward P. Jacobs himself, first an opera singer before becoming a cartoonist. Published in 1943 in the Bravo Youth newspaper, this somewhat forgotten story was never published as an album until the early 1970s at Edition du Lombard. Preserved by the E.P. Jacobs Foundation, all the graphic material of the second version of Ray on Yu was recently rediscovered. Hmm... Plates, character, and costume research, color studies, handwritten notes, handmade reassembly model. For the first time, the authentic parts of the Rail U, redesigned by its author, are brought together in a book. This is published by Dargo in March 23rd, 24th. It's 237 by 310 millimeters. That's 9 by 12 inches, 96 pages. It's a hardcover with a dust jacket and print. It's 29.99 euros. And I got mine from Amazon. It's also available from BD Fugue. Um, uh, my copy from Amazon shipped in one of those uh, I, it was a single book I ordered and they put it in one of those hard mailers you know the the cardboard mailer that wraps around the book completely so I had a, I had a bit of a ding if you look at my pictures I've got a bit of a corner ding but it wasn't really that bad uh, did I say this? yeah with dust jacket which is just annoying I just, what's the deal with dust jackets? interestingly though they do have a different image on the dust jacket than they do on the book so that's always nice to see uh, this is really interesting. So the let's let's get to the nitty gritty here first. Um, yes, the complete album, uh, Lorraine News, in this, and as they said, the second version. So what that means is uh, Jacobs took it looks like his production pages or uh, basically the black and whites, and he recut them into an album into the portrait format. Apparently, it was landscape before, and. He pasted them. He added dialogue because um, he was doing this story like Alex Raymond did Flash Gordon, where there was no dial, there was no word balloons, dialogue balloons. It was just the the, the boxes giving everything. So Jacobs recut the art. He added art around where he cut, like he expanded the panels. He added word balloons, even though they're actually all square <laughs> word boxes. And uh, that's what you get as the album in this book. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting artifact. You'd, but then, because I've got uh, on the site here, uh, there is a lot of original art in the book. So it's all his character sketches. There is a lot of pencil roughs. There are color guides. There are pages that he pa- hand painted. 
there are script pages. There is just a ton of stuff in this book. If you're a fan of Jacobs and you want to, I mean, it's interesting that this is a very early work from Jacobs, right? This is, this is like work zero or album one from Jacobs and his, his, oh, he was so well developed at this time. I know he was an assistant to Hergé, but to, uh, to come on like this, it's uh, it's very nice. But then you can still see the the simplicity when the youth uh, in the designs and just uh, how simplistic he gets uh, when he's not, you know, doing the complete working it out. But uh, the art is fantastic. It's a really great book and uh, relatively inexpensive. I mean, this is a nice thing. Nine by twelve is the is the size right for something large enough for you to appreciate the art but not full size and not shrunk I find uh, well, this is the same size as the artisan editions are which I will begrudgingly admire and say that I do enjoy uh, I do. I have all the artisan editions now I kept picking them up for cheap I thought oh, I'll get this one, I'll get that one and then I looked at my shelf and realized I have them all but uh, I do I enjoy the artist editions more the full size but to have an artisan edition at a, that reasonable price point is fantastic. Just like these books, the 9 by 12 I've also seen, I think, a bunch of books from Franklin about this size too. I've got to get more info from the forums and maybe get a couple of those from Amazon as well. Because it, uh, it, it's, it's, it's large enough, but not as large as I'd like. But what are you going to do? Um... I've changed the, this is a side note completely, but, uh, I've stopped using JPEGs on the website. I'm now using WebPs just because of the smaller size. I'm hoping they're smaller size. I'm going to do a couple of views and see if the size is actually consistently smaller because I'm wondering about, uh, if, I mean, if there is no advantage to doing it, this, then what's the point, right? I mean, this, uh, just another format I have to worry about. I had to change how I did um, my watermarks I had to add new watermarks, so that was kind of annoying. But uh, my I, it's a WordPress site, and the WordPress used to just automatically add watermarks for me, but I couldn't get a plugin that would automatically add watermarks to WebP images. So now when I add my image, I'm just adding watermark, which is just fine. Anyways, I still keep my original photos and then the edited ones with watermarks. So that's. Completely irrelevant to 99.9% of the people listening. But if you'd like to know a little technical background about what's going on in the site, then that's the story. Awesome book if you like Jacobs, if you want to see pencils, if you want to see his production values, if you want to see him build out the story. I mean, there's so many aspects of this book that are collected here. It's really great. And then just this completely bizarre print that is some very rough pencils. I don't... There's full pages in here of his gorgeous pencil and ink work that could have been a beautiful print that maybe we would have actually wanted to display. But instead, they gave us this print that nobody's going to display. I don't even know why it's there. So that's a bit of a fail. I understand the European market seems to love prints, and the uh, North American market really doesn't. But this this print is, uh, I mean, it's included, but it does not have much point to it. All right. All right. I Wow. I apologize, but this is, I think, going to be the shortest podcast uh, we've ever done at 20 minutes. But uh, yeah, it was very quiet this month. I'm looking the site again just to make sure I didn't miss anything. But no, we had some good solicitations last month. 
but uh, pretty quiet, pretty quiet for April. Let's May could be exciting. We'll see. It's free comic book day this uh, Saturday. Uh, unfortunately, there's no AE format material on free comic book day, which is not a surprise, I guess. But uh, thank you for joining, and we will talk again next month. Let her go, let her go, God bless her, wherever she may be. She can search this wide world over, she'll never find a sweet man like me.